People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds, thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magirite is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. Canva! And, you know, the micro view is the tiny little detailed micro view is important, but what is also important is being able to see things from the big picture. Um... When I look at when I hear about what is a Ponzi scheme and what is a scam, I kind of think about just the world in general. Um, I don't think about like, oh wow, this little thing is a Ponzi or this little thing is a scam. Maybe it is and maybe it isn't. But when you look at the bigger world, I mean, we live in a Ponzi scheme. We live in a scam. Okay. Um, when you look at corporate, what is corporate America? It's a pyramid scheme. Okay. So when people look at, you know. Uh, a, a program that has maybe an MLM, uh, a multi-level structure to it. Is it a pyramid? Yeah, it's a pyramid. But what it's also a pyramid? Well, corporate America, that's the biggest pyramid. Why? Well, because you can actually never get to the top. Whereas in a so-called pyramid of multi-level, yes, you're at the bottom of the pyramid, but you have the ability to actually build your own pyramid. So you can be, yes, you can be at the bottom by the time you get into the pyramid, but you can also build your own pyramid and be at the top of the pyramid. So you can actually get to the top. It actually gives you an opportunity. Whereas if you go and start a job at a multinational corporation at the bottom as a janitor, I can pretty much guarantee you that you're not going to get to be CEO. It's just not going to happen. Okay, we, I think we can all agree on that. Of course, I don't want to hear about the story of this one guy who made it after working for you know 35 years, one guy, and he got to be head of the company. Okay, fine. You know, sometimes lightning, you know, uh, uh, sometimes lightning strikes, you know, twice. Okay, and sometimes man bites dog. Okay, but some, it just generally. everyone. I'm Cena Gazdavi at CDNL on all social media at Fraudsters LPN. Hit us up on our Discord link in bio. Justin Williams is here as always. This is part two of <laughs> Justin, have you invested in any <laughs> have you invested in any cryptocurrencies since last week? No, man. I tell I tell everybody my Ameritrade account is enough gambling for me. <laughs> I have an Ameritrade account where I put money into the, like literally the safest investment on the stock market. And that is by far enough volatility in my life. I think the safest investment is Warren Buffett's McDonald's breakfast. If you could invest in that, he has the same thing every single day. Yeah. All right. Let's just dive right back in. Last time we left you off with... Uh, BitConnect, Satish Kumbani, made this trading bot. He had a lending program that he got people to give him Bitcoin for. And he made it seem like there was this big elaborate exchange where people were buying and selling BitConnect coin, BCC. And then that money was being used to fund this trading bot that would buy and sell Bitcoin based on its volatility. And then everyone that had lent money to BitConnect would would profit in a share of those trading bot profits, but not a tiny share. We're talking thousands of percent per year in interest, which again, red flags people. They claimed it was a safe investment. They claimed there was no risk. All that is a lie. So 
Now we're on the second fraud. And where we're at is the Ponzi's part of this thing. And here's again from the SEC. To mask the fact that they were not deploying investor funds to be traded with the purported trading bot they described to investors, BitConnect and Kumbani conducted a Ponzi-like scheme in which they at times used funds deposited by newer investors in order to satisfy withdrawal demands made by earlier investors, a fact they knowingly and recklessly did not disclose to investors and prospective investors. That's, again, from the SEC filing. I mean, Charles Ponzi would be so <laughs> proud. I'm, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I'm so proud. You make me so happy. Uh, so the, that's the second front. The second front, the, I love the Ponzi part of this, is the least complicated and the most straightforward, and we don't need to talk about too much more about it. But here's the, the third front is the one that drives me up a wall. And if you've listened to this show, you know I hate multi-level marketing scams so much. They're so basic. It just makes me so angry. And I get it. The victims are so real. Maybe I need someone in my life to be a victim of a multi-level marketing scam for me to have a little bit, you know, uh, more empathy or sympathy for it. God, it's just, come on, people, well, don't do it. And if, and don't if you go do out it. and you if tell it, two people how many, uh, how angry these schemes make Cena. Uh, we'll give you some free merchandise, and we'll give free merchandise to the two people that they tell about how angry multi-level marketing schemes, uh, how they make him angry. Uh, so for every friend that tells, we'll have uh, fraudsters merchandise. So, thank you. <laughs> so this is again from the SEC filing. To sell more lending program investments, Kumbani and BitConnect, through BitConnect's website, offered investors the opportunity to earn additional returns as bonuses or commissions via a referral program that would offer payouts based on how many new investors the investor recruited into the supposed lending program. So initially, Kumbani and BitConnect offered a seven-tier structure of referral commissions. People, seven Fucking to their pyramid had seven fucking layers to it. And with the commission reflected on the investors' BitConnect website, so then they would show you the commissions on the website for every new investment directly or indirectly procured by the original investor. So if you had a line of people, this is how they talk about it, you in your line, whether upstream or downstream, you would see all the money that was coming in through referrals. So again, from the SEC filing, the sponsor also received additional residual referral commissions for any new investments made by investors recruited by the level one investors or by investors recruited by those investors continuing downstream, also known as the promoter's downline. Okay, so here are some numbers here just to give you a sense. So in addition to the 7% commission for the level one, BitConnect credited a sponsor 3%, 1%, 0.5%, 0.3%, and 0.2% of the investment of each investor brought in through the sponsor's downline, depending on the investment line. So, uh, like, every time you got higher up, you earned less because you had a bigger pool of people to earn a referral bonus from. But then in 2017, they reduced it from seven tiers to three tiers because I don't know, the pyramid wasn't as organized. There was too many layers. It was too complicated to like calculate all these fake payments. Well, this is where we get to our next fraudster, Glenn Arcaro. So before I before we introduce Glenn here, uh, BitConnect would have these huge conferences in like Bangkok and other parts around other places around the world, and they would give rewards in this public display of of opulence. They would give rewards to their highest promoters, to their best promoters, and this is this is insane. Uh, I want to go to the one. One of those guys was an American named Glenn Arcaro. Congratulations to Mr. Guy. Glenn Arcaro from USA. Thank you. This is the first car. Okay. I can't wait for the next car. <laughs> 
Okay, so now may I please uh, invite Mr. Akara to please remain on the stage for the group photo section. Sure. So, yo, they just kept giving out. That was a Porsche 911 Turbo that they just gave away. They just gave away all of these cars. And he was one of the top promoters or ropers or shills for BitConnect. Remember, in MLMs, there's always a few winners at the top as long as there are thousands of losers below. Glenn Arcaro is a 44-year-old living in California and started promoting BitConnect in April of 2017. As a promoter, he was responsible for, according to the SEC, in that role, quote, among other things, promoting BitConnect and the lending program to retail investors and prospective investors in the United States and communicating information and instructions to BitConnect to its regional promoters. So he's a promoter. He's a huge guy. He also formed a company called Future Money LTD in Hong Kong as his vehicle for promoting BitConnect. Now, I looked up Future Money LTD. Uh, in the U.S., It's uh, the trademark for it is dead, which means you can now buy Future Money hats on fraudsters.fm. We are selling Future Money hats on fraudsters.fm. Glenn Arcaro, we drill into your property, and with a straw, we drink yeah, you your milkshake. Music back home when they gave him the car for when they announced that. Uh, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I like that every single Hold on. one of these BitConnect meetings is just like a Latin nightclub in North. <laughs> yeah, you know. Check out Justin's Instagram; you can see what he's talking about. <laughs> so, what Arcaro would do is how he got so many people to BitConnect. He's he would he would just throw these huge parties on like yachts and all these different things. And he would even say, like, hey, I started off with a hundred dollars and now I'm traveling the world. Kumbani actually gave him twenty-five thousand dollars in credit to his BitConnect account to fund some of these promotional events. Like everyone's a nerd too. That's what's so funny. It's like <laughs> It's like give this hype music, but like nobody can dance. There's not not even can or can't dance. Not dance. Yeah, just not even moving. There's no movement. There's just <laughs> stiff acceptance of the car, not understanding. Just just like yes, yes, I have all the monies. Yes, Warren Buffett needs to get his presentations more exciting like this. He needs more lights and Daddy Yankee remixes and stuff. So Arcaro would throw these huge yacht parties. He arranged it with, so he had all this money. He used Future Money LTD as like the the shell company. He would throw big yacht parties, wine tasting, catered happy hours in San Francisco. He co-branded it with BitConnect, of course, and promoted them uh, with the assistance of his promoters, his downstream promoters. He even had videographers follow him around at some of these events and to like really make it seem something. So if you see a guy making money showing displays of, of cash, which again, 325,000 Bitcoin, if you throw a few cars away and give some people away, yeah, a Porsche is nothing. That's going to go a long way. Yeah, it's like, it's just like dangling like a little piece of something yeah. to keep people hooked. You know? And to thank him at one of these expos, this is where we just saw this is, they gave him a car and they gave all these other people cars as well. So here's how Arcaro ran his scam. But wait, wait, before, before I actually talk about how he ran his scam, we got to hear from this guy. Okay, so Glenn Arcaro in this video is kind of responding to people that are asking the absurd and, and inappropriate question of who owns BitConnect? Who develops BitConnect? How does the trading bot work? Is there a way that we can have any sort of transparency into how these things are actually working when we're giving you all of this money? And this was kind of his his, you know, response in, in several parts here. I've mostly, because the people who have success in BitConnect, um, they are mostly taking action. They're focused on, they're, they're focused their time on taking action. They're focused their time on producing results. They're focusing their time on making shit happen. Um, this is a question that comes from a lot of people who, um, who haven't had success yet. Um, and it's mostly coming from a point of procrastination, right? Um, because if it's not the owner, it's the trading bot. And if it's not the trading bot, it's uh, the where's the company registered. And if it's not where the company is registered, it's uh, what religion do they belong to. And if it's not that, it's uh, that the price of BCC is not high enough. And if it's not that, it's something else. And it's something else. And it's something else. The reality is, is that your ability to procrastinate 
your ideas of procrastination are what is going to help you achieve success, not knowing who the owner of BitConnect is. So you don't need to know. You just need to stop procrastinating. That's your problem. And I don't think anybody's asking like whether the people at BitConnect are Hindus or not. I don't think that's at the top of their concerns. <laughs> it's like, I've just given you all this money. Can you at least tell me who I've given it to? That's like a basic, basic question. But this is the MLM approach, right? This is where we're at the MLM approach to uh, like section of BitConnect and their scam is if you just put enough social pressure, if you kind of shame people into thinking their question is wrong, then they're just going to say, you know what, maybe he's right. Maybe maybe I shouldn't be worried. Maybe I'm just not working hard enough. You're already working with a group of people that are vulnerable, that are insecure to the point where they believe that this is their community, this is the people who they want to be around, and he's taking advantage of that very clearly here. All right, so let's go to another clip of him. Ah, God, this guy, real piece of fucking work. So if you were the owner of a cryptocurrency, would you want to be found? Like people ask these questions and it's like they don't actually use common sense to think about it and think about the fact that it's actually a lot safer for you not to understand who the owner is, for for you not to understand who the creator is. We're dealing, guys, let's let this be known. Let's make this clear. We're dealing in cryptocurrency. We're dealing with Bitcoin, with cryptocurrency. It is a threat to the global financial order that has been put in place by Rothschilds, by the Rockefellers, who are who are, who are <laughs> uh, control trillions and hundreds of trillions of dollars worth of value in this economy. <laughs> And they control everything. They control the governments. They control the banks. They control the money. They control the flow of the money. They control (laughs) the guns. They control the military. They control the food. They control the resources. They control it all. Okay? But you know what? There is one thing that they don't control, and that's cryptocurrency. Because, honestly, I think it was just something that kind of just snuck in, you know? And they, they, they missed it, honestly. Um... And so, you know, you hear this question of like, who is the owner, right? Who is the owner of BitConnect? BitConnect is worth, the coin is worth a half a billion dollars in valuation. It's probably going to go to a billion dollars. It's probably going to be valued at a billion dollar market cap by early next year sometime. That's going to wake up some people. That's going to create some eyeballs on BitConnect if it's not already is, if it hasn't already, all right? So why would the owner or the person who created that want to be found? <laughs> it's, it's just it's a stupid question. You know what I mean? It's the wow. stupidest question. Just incredible. You know? this if, if I was the owner of BitConnect, if I created BitConnect, I would not want to be found, okay? And it's actually safer <laughs> for you. It's actually safer for you as a uh, as a promoter, as an affiliate, as an investor in BitConnect to not know who the owner is. Because if you did, it probably wouldn't last that long. See, you're worried about not knowing who the owner is, right? You're worried about that because you feel that if you only knew who the owner is, then that would bring credibility to it. But then you're forgetting that you're dealing in cryptocurrency, which is a threat to the global financial New World Order structure. Oh, I can't. I can't. Fuck this guy. You know, this is there's so many things that I have. I have a problem with this. Wait, can we start with the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers? Can we just pump the brakes on the like centralized global authority of conspiracies like one family? Do you know how difficult it is to run a global conspiracy? We our government can barely make a healthcare website. Everyone thinks that like, you know, one family's running everything. If they are, they're doing a terrible job at it. Yeah. And it's just so funny. I like hearing the anti-Semitic like uh, sort of like global conspiracy theme that you know the you know the Rothschilds in particular uh or like you know they usually say Bilderbergs and all these people right uh they control everything but I like it that it's just like well but cryptocurrency just kind of slid past them 
It's like they just they 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 control everything in the world, but they just just Bitcoin. They never just they just never read about it, and you're in on the ground floor, you know. And what's so strange is that the rich people, the wealthy people, the the uber rich, they're just buying it. They're the ones that are still. It's still a rich man's game. It is still the the asset for the wealthy if they want to put their money into it. They can move the markets if they want a lot easier in crypto than they can the global economy whenever they want to. Also, if you're running the food supply, why would you want to run all the other things that are happening in the world, like the guns and everything else? Yeah. It just you can either, the world is either chaos or the world is super organized based conspiracy. It cannot be both. Okay. Yeah. I also like the idea of these like uh, Rothschilds being this like untouchable clan of shadowy figures that control everything. Meanwhile, Jay Electronica was having sex with one of them. Like this is not. <laughs> it's just like a nightclub rapper who didn't even have an album out at the time was having sex with a Rothschild. Like we've got to stop like putting wealthy people on this pedestal. They're just people. Yeah, they're just people that like hip hop. Come on, <laughs> love Jay Electronica. By the way, he's awesome. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. Canva presents stories to keep you up at night. It was an ordinary work day until... The Singapore presentation is at... 3 a.m. The office was shocked. <laughs> That's when we sleep. Maya made it less scary with Canva. <laughs> I'll just record my presentation so Singapore can watch it anytime. Record and present anytime with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Now we just have just have one more clip for this guy. I'm sorry. I actually don't want to play it, but I we have to we have to go through this, people. You have to come with me on this journey. If I had to listen to all of this, you have to do it as well, I guess. Uh, okay, one more clip. Again about the owner of Bitcoin. Also, the shame again. The shame at telling people that are stupid. Exactly. Your question is stupid. That's a stupid question. There, no, it's not a it's a very reasonable question. And by the way, one thing he said that was right, the market cap went above a billion, went to like three billion. So yeah. He wasn't wrong. That's the other thing about how much heat was coming into BitConnect, and it got huge. It's also like anyone who is streaming from a cell phone and like the background is moving around. Oh my god! Like this is kind of like the constant thing about like Doctor Umar videos and things like that. Just do not give money to anybody who can't afford a tripod <laughs> or a camera crew or in general. If they're always just streaming from somewhere into their phone. It's a bad sign. It's like a big hotel lobby. Yeah. All right. This last clip for me. Having any sort of answer, knowing who the owner is, is not going to bring you more success. Just like knowing who the owner of Bitcoin is, is not going to help you make more Bitcoin. All right. So click the link below. 
get started with BitConnect. We're on the move, guys. The team is growing fast. Um, I'm in the process. I'm going to do another 10K loan here today. Um, if not today, then tomorrow. Um, and uh, the team's moving fast. The team's growing fast. All right, Glenn, I'm calling. I'm coming in from uh, Bangkok, Thailand right now. And uh, let's see, give you a little view here. City. It's all sorts of, all sorts of beautiful, nice, beautiful things around here in Bangkok. What a lovely place. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next video. Hey, like, subscribe, click thumbs up on this video if you liked it. Still the salesman. Like it. Um, Share. Subscribe. Look at this. Subscribe. Click the bell notification. Share this video and. Get in. Let's get going. Let's get moving. All right, guys. See you in the next video. Please. This is this is what's crazy. He is a a multimillionaire within the crypto space or whatever. He's got these things that are going to be the huge market capitalization. He's going to set himself up with the Warren Buffett. But please like and subscribe. Please watch the next video. I need the views. Come on. <laughs> yeah, check out. Like yeah. you don't need it. We don't even make that much money. I don't ask people to subscribe. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's uh. <laughs> It's brutal, all of it. And I'm suspicious on why he's in Thailand, by the way. I think it's some sex stuff. I don't think he's there on business. Oh, yeah. That's where Gary Glitter went when he wrote Rock and Roll Number One. Uh, you know, hey, pedophile. You know, a lot of pedophiles go over there to Thailand. He, a pedophile, that guy is a pedophile that wrote that song? Yep. But it was the Kansas City Chiefs um, touchdown song. So we had to make a generic version. Oh. So Gary Glitter didn't get the money. Yeah, Gary Glitter. Wow, that is wow. Thank you for showing me that picture. That does, it does kind of. So I'm putting my conspiracy. He has a conspiracy theory out there about the Rothschilds and all those things. My conspiracy theory is that this is all part of a global pedophile scheme that is centered on Thailand. Yeah. Listen, man, you're like late to the party on the global pedophile scheme. <laughs> you're like the last one through the door on that. <laughs> so this fucking guy, but that's just like the weird YouTube sales practices and the MLM stuff was not just all he did. He took another page out of OneCoin's book, and this fucking guy created a cryptocurrency certification course. We couldn't find any of the actual certification stuff for this episode, but it's very similar to OneCoin. He posted it on the Future Money website in 2017. It had video tutorials that just had generic content about Bitcoin. But they also had content on how to invest in the lending program. So it all feels like this is part of your education. So, guys, how many people, Hazel, let's start with you. How many people do you think took this cryptocurrency certification course? Ooh, um... I'm going to guess like 500. Generous 500. estimate. Mm-hmm. 500. Justin. Uh, 2,000. Okay. You both are so fucking wrong. <laughs> 20,000. Wow. 20,000 people. Was he doing like 20, Facebook 000. ads? Like how was he? I mean. This is, the, this is like the speed at which this stuff can spread so quickly. If people, the FOMO, people want to learn. Because you. Use Bitcoin as the in. If you say, like, I'm going to teach you about Bitcoin, mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, Bitcoin, that is like the whole crypto space. Oh, what's this thing? Oh, I can make money from Bitcoin. This is this cool way to make make my Bitcoin make money for me. That is, it's, it's awful. And it is how he was able to get people through the door. It's insidious and a little ingenious, I suppose, as well. But it's a, a thing that people have used so many times. Like, again, build the big store, Make the casino look like a casino, but really every game inside is fixed. It, one of the things that he said in those courses is that people would get an extra 8 to 10% returns per month. Again, from the SEC filing. After the Bangkok event, where he was made a national promoter, Arcaro claimed in a video that he had, quote, he had become more knowledgeable about the lending program's trading bot after a private meeting with the promoters and sought to generate interest and excitement in the investing public about the lending program. So boom, he uses this class to get more people in the door. However, quote, contrary to his public claims to be an authority on cryptocurrency and to having insider knowledge as to how the trading bot worked, Arcaro privately admits to Michael Noble, another promoter, after the Bangkok event, that he knew nothing about the trading bot. In fact, as Arcaro knew, 
Carl had never seen it, and Kumbani had, in fact, refused to show it to our Carl or other promoters. Remember that video we played last time of Kumbani saying we showed it to these promoters? That's what he's talking about. He's saying that he got the promoters together and he showed them how it was working. He showed them the logic of the trading bot. No, they showed him just the least they could possibly show him. And our Carl even asked, but you know what? It didn't matter. Carl knew this was a scam. He knew this was going to be a rug pull. He knew this was going to just be a complete Ponzi effort. The trading bot didn't exist. There's no way this guy did not know that this shit stunk. But in an MLM, all it matters is how many people are in your line, and that is what in turn creates the referrals, the referral bonuses, and the money that you can make from those referrals. So again, another guest time. Guest time, how much money do you guys think he made from referrals? Just from referrals, because the training bot didn't make him any money, obviously. But the referrals did. Mm, $10,000. $10,000. Justin? I just want to say about the trading bot presentation, uh, nobody thought it was suspicious <laughs> that he just showed clips of Short Circuit. Just, just clips of Johnny <laughs> Five from the film Short Circuit. Now, I think he probably made about $20 million in referrals. Close. $24 million in referrals. Wow. Referral about $24 million. Good job, Dustin. So, $24 million. This thing is about to explode. Eventually, it starts to collapse. People start investigating. Texas came in and sent a cease and desist because states started recognizing that this thing was a scam, that the trading bot didn't exist or anything like that. And then again, like we've seen with One Taste or anything else, when the FBI or authorities start investigating, that's usually the sign when people start scattering. The light goes on, cockroaches scatter. So let's go to Glenn talking about people saying that BitConnect is a Ponzi scheme. Oh, this is so good. Okay, and the title of this video is <laughs> We Are Living in a Ponzi Scheme. So not to spoil anything of what you're going to hear. <laughs> and you know, the micro view is the tiny little detailed <laughs> micro view is important. Video. But what is also important is being able to see things from the big picture. Um, when I look at – when I hear about what is a Ponzi scheme and what is a scam, I kind of think about just the big world picture, in general. Um, I don't picture. think about like, oh, wow, this little thing what is, a, is Ponzi? a Ponzi or this little thing is a scam. Maybe it is and yeah. maybe it isn't. But when you look at the bigger world, I mean we live in a Ponzi scheme. Makes we sense. live in a scam, okay? Um, when you look at corporate – what is corporate it America? Yeah, it's a pyramid right. scheme, okay? So when people look at – you know, uh, He's trying to like a, red pill a program that has maybe an MLM, uh, a multi-level structure to it. Is it a pyramid? Yeah, it's a pyramid. But what it's also a pyramid? Well, corporate America, that's the biggest pyramid. Why? Well, because you can actually never get to the top. Yeah, Whereas in a, a so-called pyramid of multi-level, yes, you're at the bottom of the pyramid, but you have the ability to actually build your <laughs> own pyramid. So you can be, yes, you can be at the bottom by the time you get into the pyramid, but you can also build your own pyramid Ooh, and own be at scam. the top of the pyramid. So you can actually get to the top. It actually gives you an opportunity. Whereas if you go and start a job at a multinational corporation at the bottom as a janitor, I can pretty much guarantee you that you're not going to get to be CEO. It's just not going to happen. Okay, we, I think we can all agree on that. Of course, I don't want to hear about the story of well, this one guy who okay. made it after working for you know thirty-five years. One guy, and he got to be head of the company. Okay, fine. You know, sometimes lightning, you know, uh, uh, sometimes lightning strikes, you know, twice. Okay, <laughs> and sometimes man bites dog. Okay, but some, it just generally. lightning. It's literally what the corporate ladder is. Listen, uh, I, I'm not trying to, to just say like corporations are amazing here, but he is literally trying to make it seem like corporations are a Ponzi scheme. When there's, you get promoted, you don't have to sell to your family and your cousins and, and your friends and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. Some fake shit just so you get a promotion at your job. Well, I also like it too. He's like, I'm making this argument. And by the way, I don't want to hear any of any counter examples. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear any counterexamples. Don't come at me with hard work, all right? Don't come at me with meritocracy. Not here. 
Yeah, I mean, he is just. Do you think he believes he believes this stuff, right? He believes this, or do you think he knows he's still doing a grift? What do you guys think? No, he knows he's doing a grift. Like the way his arguments are structured are clearly. You know, it's like tailor-made arguments. Like, no person that's not conscious of what they're doing would not say, consider only this example. But maybe the whole world is a scam. Who knows? But maybe there is no such thing as a scam, you know? I don't know. I kind of feel like I'm the socialist in me is like, yes, corporate America is a scam. (laughs) But then the rest of what he's saying is total bullshit. So he loses. But there's a difference between inequality, which is corporate America, right? It's like, that's like unequally distributed wealth. This is theft. And that is, those are two different things. Yeah, there is a different kind of scam happening, you know? Oh, God. Okay, so wait, there's more here. Sorry, I keep, I know I keep playing these guys' clips, but he is just a real piece of work. I can't believe he put it on the internet. This is nuts. Oh, this, you gotta like and subscribe, Hazel. (laughs) So let's go here. So focus on like the bigger scams in society. You know, and like, you know, the scam of the dollar, this pyramid scheme of the dollar, the pyramid scheme of corporate America, the scam that is the income tax um, law that doesn't exist. Oh, Congress's power okay? to tax and doesn't exist. People still pay it. Exactly. People still pay it every yeah, year. Definitely. It's a it's it's an unenforced. It's a law that doesn't exist that's enforced by the gun. And that's how it's enforced. Plain and simple. Right. Um, it's all so laws. when you focus on those big big scams and big pyramid schemes, it enables you to make decisions at a lower level um, that aren't nearly as an important. Um, they're just the fine details of that. Melting my brain. Don't focus on those scams. Focus on the on the real, the real scams. On the good scams. Okay. Focus on uh, grand conspiracy theories that are founded on insanely flimsy evidence or things that can be easily refuted so you can't see that I'm robbing you blind right in your face. Yeah, don't pay attention. Why? It's me, Glenn. Like, subscribe. You know me. I'm your guy. Weekly YouTube videos. We're all living in a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> and then he like comes and he, he tries to like give you the love too, right? He tries to give you the love. Here, here's a little love for you because he really cares about you just be rich. I want everybody to be rich. I want everybody to make money. I want everybody to be successful. I want everybody to be able to have uh, experience being being able to travel the world for the past five years straight. It's a beautiful experience. Amazing. Beautiful. Many people watching this video have never experienced before. I understand that. You'll never get there if you're watching this video. I'm so fortunate to be in the position I am and I appreciate that even more. I appreciate the education I've been able to uh, purchase. I appreciate the probably two hundred thousand dollars that I put into my education, uh, my self education, not <laughs> not bullshit college, but I put into my not the bullshit they're teaching down at Stanford. What what I know, the uh, College of Hard Knocks. I appreciate the mentors that I've had around me. Um, without the mentors and coaches that I've had around me, I would be nothing. I would still be stuck. I would still be watching YouTube videos and not doing anything. That's where you got your education, be, buddy. Uh, and he's also you know, making learning and, he's, uh, like he's just learning making YouTube videos. Literally shitting on I would still be, watching them. you know, worried that everything is a pyramid scheme and a pyramid scam instead of just taking action and getting involved and making money. Like, just make money, right? Yourself. Think about yourself. Think about your family. Um, you know, you're not trying to screw people over. It's not the idea of something. Of course, you don't want to screw people over. Just real quick, the birds in the background want him to shut up. That's why they're chirping <laughs> yeah. so much. They're drowning it's very him out. clear. All right. I, lo- I love <laughs> his level of transparency. It's like, I have this Facebook burner account. It's like, dude, yeah. every dude that's cheating on his girlfriend has four Facebook accounts. <laughs> like, it's not, <laughs> it's not so ridiculous. That's painful to watch because it's just like he's so. Like, if you're actually listening to what he's saying, he's telling on himself the entire the time. The entire time. Yeah, it's just like, like anytime someone goes on a long thing about how I'm not screwing you, it's like they are. Yeah. It's like Warren Buffett doesn't have to, like, explain that what he's doing is, like, not an illegal scam, you know? And it's incredible how people will watch and say, you know what, he's right. I shouldn't be watching these YouTube videos. I do that too much. I should be doing more with my life and, and, and like, selling this stuff. Well... Just so you know, Glenn, you are facing a max of 20 years in prison, $250,000 in fines, and you are actually slated to be sentenced 
any day now, probably in the next month here, it seems. We're, we're not recording this in April of 2022. Uh, he's up for violations of the Exchange Act, the 10b-5 rule, uh, violations of Securities Act 17a, manipulative and deceptive devices through material misstatements of omissions, using interstate commerce to commit securities fraud, not properly registered as a broker-dealer, and participating in a scheme to defraud people. All of that stuff. The government says he was unjustly enriched to the tune of $24 million. And we haven't even gotten to the stuff that I'm sure he'll be accused of in Thailand. <laughs> By the Thai government. They have, they have a separate... I'm putting that out there. I don't have any evidence, but the Thai government <laughs> charges are coming. I want to make this message to the Thai government. If you see Glenn, you want to search him, search his hard drives. (laughs) You know, a lot of times when we do research, we find if people have IRS bills and and the IRS levies like, you know, liens against them and stuff. A lot of times people actually end up paying their taxes or they have like just a couple grand, even fraudsters. I'm saying fraudsters in particular, because the fraudsters we've covered at least have the sense to know that the government is going to get their fucking money, so they pay their fucking taxes. This guy, though, has four levies against him. Starting in May 2019, the state of California filed a tax lien against him for $3,890,000. June 2019, the IRS levied a federal tax lien against him for $11.5 million. December 2019, the state of California, again, another tax lien against him for $912,000. And in January 2020, the IRS federal taxing against him for $2.6 million. You've got to be kidding me. Glenn became the biggest U.S. promoter for BitConnect, and he got busted. So he's going to go to prison. Inshallah, he's going to go to prison. But that's not where this story ends because he might as well – he was the big USA promoter. But there was also a regional promoter. Wait, USA from Thailand? What's that? Like remotely from Thailand, he was the promoter for the. Yeah, US I think market. he like ba- went back and forth because they did like these big events in Bangkok, and so he would okay. go to Bangkok. And I think to Justin's point, he may have had some other things that he wanted, other business he wanted to conduct in Thailand. Oh my God, we're gonna get sued. But yeah, I think that he was he was definitely doing a lot of remote work because he was traveling the world as well at the same time. Okay, thank you for that. So there is a guy that became a meme, not just Carlos Matos. But Travon Brown, he's 31-year-old from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Here's what made him famous when BitConnect was going down. Everyone, listen up. You didn't lose your money. Now, you you have your... <laughs> <laughs> Technically, you kind of lost your money. You lost your fiat money, kind of. <laughs> but... There is hope. So that went around the internet a lot when BitConnect was tumbling hard. And what's interesting here is that it seems like this guy was actually an unknowing roper or like a a doper, I guess. I mean, he was just dumb. He didn't realize what was happening. And he got into this by doing what Glenn said not to do, by watching videos of another guy, another promoter, another roper that was doing it. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds, thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magic Write is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. 
The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Save big money on everything for your projects. Now at Menards. We have it all for garden and landscaping essentials. Visit our outdoor garden center today and update your backyard space. Grid accents lattice panels have a timeless design with an innovative design that's simple to install and requires almost no maintenance. Save big on lattice panel options at Menards. View our entire selection of garden center products today on Menards.com. Save big money at According to the SEC, he was actually a big promoter. He would say things like, quote, the more Bitcoin swings, the more interest we get paid out every day. Now, if you take a very skewed view of high frequency trading, then, yeah, that could be true. More volatility means bigger swings and stuff. And and that could mean more trades. So that means more trades mean more opportunities to make money. Boom. But that's like a very stilted view. There's very complex strategies that go into high frequency trading. Again, from the SEC, Brown also showed and discussed the internal calculator provided by BitConnect on his BitConnect account page, which projected that an amount of $10,000 in BitConnect lending program would earn approximately $29,000 in just 239 days. He was recognized as a top affiliate at the Pattaya event and was awarded $10,000 worth of BCC tokens. He even got a Rolex at that time, which the Rolex ended up being the thing that held value and actually didn't crash. (laughs) So he would also do this thing before one of the events. He invited investors to register for BitConnect events where they could meet him in person as long as they invested $1,000 in the program. So he did a meet and greet for $1,000 to a lending program so he could get referral bonuses from that. Here's a quote from him. So first off, if you're in BitConnect and you have a 1,000 in loans, we're going to be on a yacht party on the 28th. The 29th, we're going to be to a winery to taste some wine. On the 30th, we're going to have to go to a party with bits, bots, and beer. This is where like all of Silicon Valley people, you know, hang out. The yacht is what I'm excited for. I'm going to be there on the 28th. So if you want to meet and you have a 1,000 in loans, you just have to go to the other link in the description, which is the BitBot Eventbrite page and you register and do your RSVP as long as you have a thousand in loans you can get in just as long as you have a thousand yeah, in loans. bit bots love that bit bot Jesus party Christ uh, he had at least 13,000 investors down the line and raised millions for BitConnect through the lending program and through all those scams so now he's still around and it seems like he skirted out of the SEC for one big reason that that he hasn't been like put behind bars and is like in the same thing as Glenn is that <laughs> when BitConnect was tanking, when it was like plummeting, he kept buying. <laughs> he kept buying all the way down. And then he just did an interview recently, and I just want to play a few clips from that. So he goes on this YouTube show to kind of like talk about his life and BitConnect and reflect on it. And this is, you know, the confessions of a big BitConnect promoter. And what's interesting about this first clip is that he talks about the Ponzi scheme. And and I want you to just tell me if it sounds familiar at all. I would call it a Ponzi scheme, but my my problem is that it was going good. Like I would I would even argue the fact that a lot of crypto people are going to hate me just saying this, but all of crypto is probably a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> oh my gosh. Even, I mean, now, now I say, now, hold on a second. I know it sounds bad, but we have to break down what a Ponzi is. A pon- we get what a Ponzi, we know what a Ponzi is, but Ponzi is a person. It's Charles Ponzi. It's named after a person. So Correct. a Ponzi is actually a just a, a way of moving money around. So it's not something that could... It's not an evil thing unless you use it as no. an evil. Wait, 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 wait. But <laughs> no. Uh-oh. No. 
So it's like, are you really? We're here. This is you're really taking that page out of that book and just be like, yeah, it's it's. You don't think it's a Ponzi scheme? It's just. It's not like a Ponzi is in the eye of the beholder, right? If there's nothing there and you're moving money and taking money and paying people money with the money that comes in first, that's a scam. That is not a real way to make money. Here's another clip from him and more about Ponzi stuff. Wait, 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 wait. wait. But, but, it, but it, it's a type of fraud because it has to collapse. So, that it's, so it's a type of business model that has to collapse. The reason it's named after Charles Ponzi is because he he was selling these like postage stamps and he said he was doing some arbitrage with postage stamps. He mm. wasn't. So that's right. a big classic thing of Ponzi's. They he say they're wa- making right. he money. He wasn't money, doing what he said he was but doing. They, yeah, right. but that's true. Of, like that's most Ponzi schemes, they have an explanation. Mm. But what they say they're going to give you is these super inflated returns that are impossible. Right. And the way they pay you those returns and the reason it looks like it's working at first is because they're just paying you with new investors and everyone's getting involved because of course everyone's making tons of money at first. But then when the bottom falls out, everybody gets screwed except for basically the initial investors and the guy who ran the the Ponzi scheme. So most people get hurt the, and then a small number of people profit a lot and then there's the founder who makes a ton of money. So with that being said, and well, you let, just- well, let, me, let me clarify, I, I don't want the crypto, I want to finish what I was saying about crypto being a Ponzi. I'm going to just use Bitcoin as the example. Okay. Bitcoin needs dollars going into it to for the price to go up. That's just simplest. That's just the simplest way I'm going to put it. Bitcoin needs money going into it for the value of it to go up. And but it doesn't produce a uh interest or a return. But a lot of these projects in crypto are Ponzi schemes. I mean, it, it's just money coming in and then when people stop buying it, the price goes down. And that's how you get these you get these small cryptocurrencies that pump up really high and then they fizzle out and then they just can't pump up again because money, no more money will come into them. That's what I mean by that. So I'm sure most crypto, if most OG crypto heads will agree with me on that. It's not saying that it's a bad thing as far as the Bitcoin part goes, but for the smaller projects. Well, well, hang on. because cur- I love the currency- nihilism of this. Like, It's just like, yes, the stock market is not in the favor of the individual investor, but to claim that it's all a scam, it's like it's just like objectively not true. I'm a small investor, and it's like I just invest in like stable ETFs. That is not a Ponzi scheme. Like I can take my yeah. money out and get my money anytime. Exactly. I want. There's actual companies that make things that do things that actually create value yeah. that you would be investing in. Again, it's what you said earlier. There is a income or a quality, you know, distribution issue when it comes to the public markets and stuff where some people have access to different types of of investments that other people don't. But it's still real. It's still actually a thing. It's, yeah, it's 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 very nihilistic in a way that almost reminds me of sort of like like an average Nigerian's relationship to capitalism, right? It's just like mm. it's like the economy's so unequal that it's not real. So therefore, a 419 scam is just as legitimate as any other form of making money. And that's kind of exactly what these guys are like. And so let's, let me jump ahead here a little bit to him talking about what he's defining as a scam. Again, this is like the diluted kind of world this guy lives in. And the government said, yeah, we know, we know you were part of a scam. You roped more people into this scam. But we also realized you're too dumb to have actually participated in the evil part of the scam. The business model itself can just be bad. It's a mm. bad business yeah, model yeah, that yeah. will fail. Some things not, now, a so, scam to me is something that's intentionally out to yeah. rip people off. That's what a scam is to me. There is a, there are, now, yeah, I said scam. Now, a scam is different from a failed project. So, but there are still a lot of scams in crypto. I there are a lot agree. of projects do, that are intentionally out to, hey, this is something, but we really not doing anything. But I think what you're saying is, you you were new to crypto. You were hyping it up. You were marketing it, but you're saying basically you didn't know you didn't know it was a scam. No, I didn't know saying. it was a scam. Um, I knew there were risks, you know, in the BitConnect 
token going down, but I didn't think that, you know, there was a risk. And then, I mean, all I saw the entire time I was in Big Connect is it going up. It went up the yeah, entire time. Red flag. That's the warning sign, dude. <laughs> that's the fucking, that's like, you know, can you imagine like an SEC investigator talking to him and being like, like, so you saw it going up the whole time and you didn't think that maybe this was a problem? It's like, nah, man, we're just making that money. Making that money. Yeah. Ugh. And so it's like, does he feel like he owns some of some some responsibility to this at all sure i'm at i'm at fault of thousands i'm at fault to a certain extent because even myself and i'm going to get to some of these youtubers even myself i go into things because someone else went into it when a youtuber like this is and this is what inspired me to come on here because a lot of what that that youtubers um said is true a lot of these guys are getting pumping coins and wrecking people and saying, oh, this is, you know, this is for entertainment. This is finance. This is not financial advice. They're just saying that to cover their ass. But really, they're like, yeah, you know, come on, come on. I, I, right, this they is, know what this they're doing. The they know- By the way, if you go to Travon's Twitter right now, he literally has the words, this is not financial advice. And his entire thread is pumping some new coin that he's into right now. So, yeah, uh, you know, the. He's maybe not legally liable, but society should should have canceled this guy. Well, and it's also just like the thing of people that think that some random person on YouTube or some random person on Twitter sort of has financial advice. It's like the wild, wild west of the Internet and people's just complete a certain segment of the population. And a lot of them, a ton of them male, by the way, I always notice this. It's like males that like look down on college, like that one guy, the way he played towards that. Like people that look down on college that think that they're the experts, like it's like the of course there's conspiracy theories that are gonna be attractive to this group of people. It's like or you know, the kind of COVID conspiracy theory stuff. It's all the same group of like men who get into all of this kind of stuff, right? Because they see themselves as independent free thinkers. They're the edge of the future. They read this thing on the internet, they saw this video on YouTube, you know. And oh man, it's just it's just these are such easy marks. That's like one thing I, I'm thinking about. All you have to do is just cater to their masculinity, and you can like you can get money. Yes, Justin, preach. <laughs> so that is Travon, that is Glenn, that is Satish. But what happened to Carlos? What about Carlos? Well, Carlos is a therapist now that works with kids with autism. His wife, according to him, sees him as a failure. And he has failed in his love with her. And Carlos lost about $100,000. He got scammed. And his wife is really still very upset with him. Very upset. So I feel bad. But you can't keep Carlos down. He was on the H3 podcast recently. And he was on with a couple other guys. And this is, is again, dude, I mean, God. So here's, here's what Carlos is up to now. So, um... Basically, the original video was a moment, in, an iconic moment in crypto history that is on the same level as like the Doge meme and, and the importance of that that is the space. So, you know, what we're doing is, is we're taking each moment from that video, all 28 moments from that original video and releasing them as NFTs, which are all going to be auctioned off on uh one of the so things once they're made in a contract, they can be auctioned on OpenSea, Zora. Let me ask you. The, I don't hmm. believe that Carlos owns the rights to that video. Am I wrong? How are you guys licensing that? <laughs> um, the the actual person in that video Sorry. is me. Yeah, that but that. Yeah, and, yeah and, but probably uh, by but but whoever took the video probably owns the. The license to the work, right? That's how that works. <laughs> that is interesting, but at the same time, it's it's Carlos it's a, it's on, a, the, on they the are exploiting. They are exploiting who I am, and they did it without my consent. So, well, it goes both. It goes did both you, ways, right? Did you not? You didn't send a consent form to be there or anything, Carlos? No. No, there is no consent form. And so we also edited the video and made oh, it our own. Forget it. It's just fucking. Oh, you God. gotta be kidding me! <laughs> I just that was Ethan Clyde from the H3 podcast. Oh my God! The simplest question, and then the silence from them. The silence was deafening. Brutal. 
It's also brutal. All right, so that's that's the main fraud of BitConnect, but I really want to follow up on this Carlos Matos meme NFT thing that's going to happen. And so next week, we're going to talk about NFTs and the Carlos Matos NFT. I think that'll be really fun. Hey, man, actually, we need to really talk about your NFT like uh, purchase. Like uh, It's kind of a problem. What do you mean? Whatever, dude. You know what? It's fine. I don't know, man. Whatever. Why don't we talk about it next week? No, yeah, seriously. We're going to sit down and have a conversation. No, it's fine. We gotta, we'll do the episode. Why don't we, let's talk about this later, okay? Thanks, everyone. We'll be back next week. Frosters is a production of Zero Cool Media and Last Podcast Network. Hazel Bryan produced this episode. Ian Brandon is our editor. Our associate producer is Anna Laranaga. Emily Fusco is our researcher. Our legal intern is Greg Fingerhut. Our theme music is by Sam and Tafik. And some music in this episode was composed by Chris Olson. Special thanks to all those fraudsters in the videos. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. Emmy Award winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A. A special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix.